What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. Today, I'm here with Sean Cannell, an incredible leader. I'm very excited. Incredible leader, probably one of the most important voices on YouTube and social media, helping leaders and helping people create content online. He is an incredible, incredible person and leader. I'm very excited for this podcast with Sean Cannell. We're going to jump right in, but I just want to thank you for joining the Leader Swift podcast. And if you like this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. All right, we're going to jump into our conversation with Sean Cannell. All right, everybody, how's it going? I'm here with Sean Connell. Sean, how's it going? It's going amazing. I'm super pumped to be on with you, Matthew. Thanks for having me. No problem. You are in Las Vegas. How's the weather? Uh, it's like 60 degrees, sunny, amazing. Nice. I'm in Phoenix, so we're like neighbors. Okay, yeah. So it's probably kind of similar weather for you right now. Yeah, pretty similar, pretty similar. But, Sean, thank you. I met you at a conference in like 2017 by PushPay. How great are conferences at Disneyland? That was That was a great time. Dude, that was that was actually a legendary conference. I don't think because of my schedule, I got to go enjoy Disney during that time. And I was like, man, I'm in this low. I also don't think my wife was with me. So I was like, man, I, I played this whole thing wrong. <laughs> I should have co- completely aligned this whole trip uh, to maximize the area. But yeah, that was a pretty uh, all-time conference. Yeah, that was so fun. Uh, but then that's when I started to hear about you and everything you were doing on YouTube and bought your YouTube course um, and have learned so much through you. I was like, I got to reach out and get you on the podcast. Uh, but Sean, tell us a little bit about your journey uh, in leadership and to starting a company. Yeah, so, you know, my journey really in leadership for me started, it actually started first with just kind of beginning to get my life right with God and getting replugged into a local church. I got I got expelled from Christian high school Um I was uh, definitely without vision and uh, running wild and uh, young teenager partying like crazy girls, the whole thing. And um, I also kind of like the prodigal son sort of hit uh, a rock bottom, if you will, right around 18, 19, um, cause I got into some hard drugs and some other things. And um, so out of that, out of a lot of depression and a couple of weeks of, just aimlessness my mom and stepdad said what do you think about going to prairie bible institute in canada um for just like a year of bible college and i would have never uh previous to that moment wanted to go to three hills alberta in the middle of the canadian tundra within a town of three thousand people with only two thousand people uh in the school and it just was not on my radar, but because I was at a moment of just being spiritually, physically, and emotionally depleted, I actually just saw the opportunity of disconnecting. And to me, I kind of viewed myself as like becoming a monk. I was like, this sounds like a monastery <laughs> and it's sounds like exactly what I want to do. Cause I just need to do something different. And that set my life on a whole new trajectory not just because of the power of Jesus in my life, but because of studying the Bible, which I believe is the best leadership book um, ever, and um, kind of getting my faith foundations, but also just be- beginning to grow in character 
and integrity, uh, keep things that leaders lack, you know, th these days that we maybe see in politics or business or even uh, the faith arena and, and just growing in general, kind of getting my feet under me again. And out of that season, coming back for summer, um, I was good, planning on going back to the school, but I wanted to stay out of trouble during the summer back near Seattle, Washington, where I grew up. So I called my mom and dad who had changed churches. And I said, listen, I, I want to intern at the church. I'd never been there. I knew nothing about it. I said, I, I think I want to intern because my willpower is not very strong and I don't want to reject my friends. I just want to let my, my negative influence friends, I just want to let them know that I'm busy. Like, yeah, like if you want to hang out, up, you know, I might be able to grab lunch in Marysville, but I'm busy, man. I'm interning. I'm doing online school. I'm working at Red Robin. And I kind of had this thought of I, I didn't want to be wandering on the deck when kings were supposed to be at war because that happened to King David. And next thing you know, he's sleeping with Bathsheba and killing her husband. So I, I wanted to avoid that yeah. uh, during during the summer. And so I interned at this church with 16 kids. And Matthew, that was 100 percent the beginning of really getting into leadership. I think from being hands-on, um, trying to figure out how to communicate, lead, meet with students, build other leaders. Um, what's crazy is that youth group grew from um, 16 kids to 300, wow. and junior high and high school got split between two different nights in a small in a small town, like a very small town. And so it was eventually 20 interns, um, and just was a part of that rise. And then in addition to that, I ended up not going back to Canada but I joined what was called School of Ministry Arts Northwest, which was like just like a local Bible ministry school through our church. And the cool thing about it was it was not just the biblical teaching, but in that culture, I started being introduced to John Maxwell, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, 17 yeah. Laws of Teamwork. And, and just like the leadership mentality, we would go to City Church with Wendell Smith at the time and Jude Fuquay and Judah Smith in Seattle uh, to youth pastor luncheons. And uh, leaders create leaders. So I started getting around other leaders, being in real leadership environments. You know, even outside of the church world, uh, the famous book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki recommends one of the best things you could do to grow in business, in leadership, but even, and even just personal development is intern somewhere. Like put yourself in a real situation. I believe that books are critical for leaders, but that you don't learn leadership in a book. I think a book enhances real experience and that when you need the book, but it's on top of actually being in that real environment. So being in a dynamic uh, church, trying to motivate volunteers, you know, that's what John Maxwell says, leadership in church is the hardest form of leadership because you can't motivate people with money or bonuses or healthcare plans, but you have to motivate people with vision. And so without a doubt, that was the leadership formation in Genesis for me was being an intern, being planted in a local church, and then eventually catching the leadership bug and realizing that this is a lifelong pursuit of me. So I continue to study it, learn about it, take courses, read, and uh, try to grow as a leader. Wow, that's that's incredible. And then you had, I know somewhere in there you moved to Vegas and you started to lead a company. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so, you know, eventually I moved to Vegas in 2011, and I had a side hustle, my YouTube channel. Um, you know, my wife almost died in 2009. She got really sick, and um, 
that was it, it it showed me we were crushed by the the big short we were losing our home eventually the church actually um fell apart because some leaders stole some money and that's never good as well as got into some extreme and toxic leadership behaviors and so the church was falling apart and then my wife's health was falling apart as well after a mission trip she got very sick and went years undiagnosed eventually we found out she had gastroparesis uh which is uh uh, paralysis of the stomach. And today she has a pacemaker, like people have pacemakers for their heart. She has a pacemaker for her stomach. And um, by God's grace, we just had a son. We never thought we'd be able to start a family. She's been through different surgeries and I'm happy to report she is doing well. But wow. all that to say was around 2009, 2010, the first YouTube channel I started was for my church in 2007. So that was only two years after YouTube started. And so I was early in YouTube. I started video for the church in 2003 and so I was motivated out of this financial crisis and health crisis and being unsure of what we were going to do to figure out how to earn money online and make a difference with, by creating YouTube content. So that's, uh, that's why I always had a side hustle to supplement our income to, uh, I was passionate about YouTube, but for a while, just as kind of a, what led before I started the company all in was we moved to Vegas to work at a different church. By this point, I, I leveled up to uh, a thir like a 3,000 member church that had a TV show, uh, the author had books, lots of social media platforms. And it was also the next level of leadership development for me. Um, and eventually that season transitioned and I was a campus pastor for a while. And eventually the senior pastor was like, you know, Sean, how you doing? How's this campus pastor stuff going? I said, you know, uh, Pastor Benny, I, I have learned that I feel like Michael Jordan playing baseball. Like, I, like he's an athlete, and he's definitely better than your average person at playing baseball, but his sweet spot is basketball. And for me, that my sweet spot was social media, YouTube, online marketing. And then for a season, I did freelance work, um, helped other people with YouTube video production, and eventually all those freelance clients transitioned and I went all in doing what I do today, which is helping people build their influence with YouTube, learn the tech side of things, the cameras, the tools, the lighting, and then learn the strategy side of things. What do you say in videos? How do you create content that gets views? And our mission is to help 10,000 purpose-driven people create a full-time living doing what they love while making a difference in the world with YouTube and online video. And as I transitioned, this was in 2015, October was when I went all in. All of those formative years absolutely led to, I think, what we're able to accomplish today. Many people who've gone into the content creator space maybe have a level of talent or skill or expertise or they teach something and they know how to be a solo creator. It's like the book, The E-Myth. They know how to be a technician. But in the classic book, The E-Myth, it says just because you started in a business doesn't mean you know how to lead or run a business. You know how to make the cupcakes. You don't know how to lead a team or actually scale a business of cupcakes, uh, which also eventually probably means you're not going to make the cupcakes anymore. And so uh, now today, Think Media is 13 people. And, I, and without a question, uh, my biblical foundation, the leadership development and the seasons of building teams and being in the church arena helped me learn things like teamwork, culture, delegation, um, 
dealing with insecurity so you're not afraid of, of people shining brighter than you, promoting others, delegation, uh, just all of the leadership things that have helped us grow now. When I went full-time or all-in, I was at 16,000 subscribers. Today, across channels, we're over 2 million. Um, launched a best, the number one best-selling book on YouTube uh, strategy, have ran multiple live events, uh, virtual events, have created online courses, worked with brands like VidIQ, Amazon, DJI, Canon, Sony. So it's been, it's been a crazy journey. But yeah, launching a company, uh, I think to scale a company, uh, leadership is critical. And uh, I'm thankful for my leadership foundation and all of that. Wow, that's so good. And, and we'll just park it here and stay on this for just a couple more minutes as we end. Because I think you're one of the most important voices on the internet because of what your mission statement is for your company, right? It's to help people um, with a need, right? And that's to create an income off of doing what they love. Where did that vision come from? Yeah, I love that. So that vision came from my personal pain and the hardest season of my life. Again, when my wife almost died, she was in the hospital room for six days. So I had a lot of time to pray, a lot of time to think, a lot of time to worry. And I was asking questions like, what are we going to do? How am I going to provide for my family? Um, will, will she be able to work again? At the time, we were dual income. Um, and she actually had three jobs because being part-time ministry doesn't pay super well. So I was waiting tables. I had a video production business, meaning I was shooting wedding videos and stuff. And then I was um, working at the church and she was waiting tables, being a nanny, and she was a Starbucks shift supervisor and a barista. But now our whole income got shut down. And now we've got these medical bills piling up. And now I'm also wondering, well, I mean, these are the kind of things that go through your head. I still want to start a family. Do I need to hire a, a, a full-time nanny? Do, are we going to need help? How are we going to even be able to pay our own bills, let alone like all that stuff? So I felt challenged. Like God was saying, man, if you can either get bitter right now or you can get better. And it's time for you to step up as a man. It's time for you to lead. It's time for you to, to figure things out. And that was that was, thank God for the Holy Spirit, like an empowering leadership call. Like it's time to go leverage. And because I had known about YouTube, the internet, affiliate marketing, which is a way to earn income when you just recommend products you love and use. I, I saw the path. It wasn't super clear, but I saw the next couple steps. It was just a matter of leaning into it. And after going all in, making tons of mistakes, falling on my face, putting out terrible videos, your first videos or your worst videos, hustling on the side, working. I really took, you know, after prayer consideration, but also wisdom, I took the job in Vegas because I wanted healthcare and I needed to take care of my wife. And I couldn't, I wasn't going to risk on this YouTube dream, uh, everything. Like I hope we, if I was single and I could have slept on my friend's couch, it would have been a different season. So I kept myself anchored in a day job while I was chipping away at my, if you will, dream job. And so, and I was able to build a six figure income talking about cameras and tech and, um, and doing affiliate marketing in YouTube. And today it's a multiple seven figure company with over 10 different income streams. So the dream to help people make an income 
while doing what they love, while also making a difference, came from my same passion of knowing with the pandemic, with the disruption of people working from home, having to be at home and their kids can't go back to school and they have to homeschool, with maybe wanting to not just make a living doing what they love maybe on their own terms, but also see lives change. Because what's happened is by teaching a skill, I've seen people's lives, we get emails, I get messages, whether it's from something that could be considered, whether it's a nonprofit or a church, or whether it's just somebody, like I just did coaching with Swavy Curly Courtney, who helps curly haired women wash their hair and like <laughs> handle their curly hair. And so people that are teaching something, helping people, Chris from Flyride does custom lights. Nicole is a kid's occupational therapist and just helps new moms. We've just helped so many people build a life and business on their own terms, but also solve problems for others. And it's kind of like I did the thing and I wandered in the desert 40 years trying to figure it out. <laughs> and that's kind of the mission of our company is we shorten people's learning curves. What took me 10 years still takes time, still takes hustle, but takes a lot of our students one, two, three years because we shorten their learning curve by about 75% because that's the power of, you know, the time, uh, the, fr the famous phrase, is the time to have the map is before you enter the woods. You know, I found myself in the woods of how does YouTube work and how do I do this and what videos get views and how do you monetize this and, and reading bunches of books and having to filter through the information and going to events and taking online courses. So now that's essentially what Think Media does is we help people go further faster and learn these new skill sets in regards to mastering online video and then deploying it on so many different things. And Matthew, it is my firm conviction that if you've got a message, if you've got a product, if you've got a book, if you've got, if you're a coach or a consultant or you're a nonprofit or you're, you have some type of a mission, that it's irresponsible to ignore YouTube. YouTube's the second largest search engine in the world. It's the second most visited website in the world. It's the number one video platform. There's over 2 billion monthly active users there. It is um, it is the CNN, NBC, or ABC of our day. It's a free platform that people are watching on their smart TVs and phones, yeah. and it's free to use. And so positioning yourself on YouTube is the best thing you could do for your business, your church, your nonprofit, your personal brand. And uh, that's what we do is we help people de simplify YouTube. We make YouTube simple for people, even though it's not easy that uh, – to demystify the tech overwhelm and the cameras and the uh, technical side of setting up your channel and then brick by brick helping people build their empire one video at a time. Yeah, that that is so good. And I wanted to have you on because you're so good at the coaching aspect and your just video course is so easy. From somebody who's probably just turned on a computer and typed in YouTube, you can walk them into getting their messages online for their church or their leadership stuff or anything they do and getting it online into people's ears and to understanding. And so I thought it was so important to have you on to speak on that, especially where the church is right now. Um, there's no better place than online, um, even if they're in person, to, to have stuff online. So thank you so much. Where can they sign up and, and get more information on Think Media and what you guys are doing to help people? Yeah, 100%. I mean, my name is Sean Cannell, rhymes with YouTube channel, and you can <laughs> find me 
at S-E-A-N, that's Sean, last name Cannell, C-A-N-N-E-L-L, on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter. And I try my best to answer questions, like, so tweet me, DM me on Instagram, whatever, happy to help. And then the main destination is really YouTube. If you type in the word think, space, media, into the YouTube search bar, uh, or even Google, game over. You'll go down a rabbit hole and, uh, and, and just follow the breadcrumbs to whatever you need. We have, we really have essentially like a free college, a free online university for people at our Think Media channel. I think it's over 500 or 700 videos or something like that. Not to be overwhelming, but just that you can um, dive right in and start getting your questions answered and start building momentum on YouTube uh, for your projects, your brand, and your mission. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you, Matthew.